Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left. No one listens when you say taxation is theft. But there's a place where people know harsh government brings tears. So grab some blue and Adrena Chrome. Let's make the timeline weird. Friends against government. Friends against government. I've seen a couple of them from people's <laughs> retweets. They're great. They're fucking insane. They're fucking it? good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where did this come from? It, it was Cassandra it's, Fairbanks. Because they're old. Yeah. Cassandra Fairbanks, as far as I understand it, we whittled down. She was the one who kind of dug them up. I don't know what her motive in that doing that was, but I, it doesn't matter. They're here now. Um, <laughs> they belong to right. us. They, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they do not reflect Ben Shapiro's current position. It's far too long ago to say that they do. However, they are fucking no, well, hilarious, and they brought us to the Ben though. Shapiro. Didn't he go on like? A, didn't he like apologize for all all of some he of his? I'm sure he did. This is yeah. I just want to be clear. I hate it when people like cancel culture nonsense where people dig shit up from 20 years ago and fucking try and pin you to the wall with it. But that's not what we're doing. They're just so silly that. To look at Ben Shapiro today and to think that the guy who we see today is the guy who was tweeting this just a few years ago, seven was it or something like that, it's, that's the only reason why we're doing it is because it's funny. Uh, I, re- I don't really have any... People are like, oh, you're canceling Ben Shapiro. Nobody's canceling him. The tweets are hilarious. He's obsessed well, and, and, with, Ron, and with tell- strangling and, Ron Paul. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you in a little bit, um, I, I do have some... A serious commentary on this whole thing. Oh, do you? Okay. Why? Why he won't be canceled? So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> well, you, you, you. At the sound of that, you might as well do that off the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you canceling my show. Uh, you know what's funny? I just pulled the the thread of tweets that that guy Brett McDonald yes, did, yes. and there are still people retweeting it. I'm oh. watching retweets happen right now. It's actually surprisingly not that popular. It's 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 under 500 retweets at the time yes. of this. I right, figured yeah. it would have been in the thousands because it's so silly. Uh, let me, Aaron. Here you go. I'll send you from my other Google account because I'm a mess. I will send you them. All right, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sorry. Can we just start? Can we just start off talking about how, like, I mean, the, the, <laughs> the fact that he spells Jew J O O, it's the Jugaloo. I mean, he's just like he's. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> I don't know what the what the uh, functional purpose of spelling it that way is, but I always read it like Jew, like it's, it's, you can't say it normally, Jew. And, and, and let's get this out right right in the front. I mean, I, I mean, technically, if you believe if you believe that Jews are a um, a race, then yeah, I'm Jewish, but I've never pre- I mean, after the Wait, bri- a- after the bris. Never- <laughs> Listen, <to> Aaron. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's Aaron. Aaron, pro tip. When somebody says that they're Jewish, you don't look at them and go, wait, what? 
Yeah, it's like Sheldon Richmond likes to say, you know, he goes, there's no such thing as an ethnic Jew. It's a religion. And you know what's funny is Ben Shapiro says the same thing. Ben Shapiro (laughs) says he doesn't care where you were born. If you are practicing Judaism, oh, my God, you're a Jew. Which Jesus. and he says, and, and it doesn't matter, you know, like he wouldn't consider me a Jew because I don't practice Judaism, no matter how much fucking Jewish blood I have in me. But he sure does fucking love Israel. And Israel is like you could. It's all about not practicing. They're all friggin' atheists. If you go back and say, read the original Zionist, they're all secular atheists. state Israel. <laughs> <laughs> So it's the craziest thing, man. He, uh, I, oh, I, I have so boy. much to say. I have so much to say about this. He's a silly dude. He's a silly dude. Um, let's. Let, I just want to throw one of them out there um, because every single one of these makes me laugh. Here's the first one from January second, twenty twelve. So yeah, long long enough ago, but still, uh, true story. Ron Paul met a Jew he liked once. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's um. I feel like he, he does what we do with cops. <laughs> like, I feel like this is indistinguishable from the kind of humor we have towards cops. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. It's, it's crazy. Um, Aaron, what do you... Did, so, when did you get turned on to this? Oh, my God. Um, like, did you know about these I, When did I get this? turned on to Ben Shapiro? No, no, no. All this, like, his, like, insane obsession with Ron Paul. All my life. Uh... <laughs> Well, I, 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 I was kind of a, a gay ass mainline Republican okay. for a while. Sure. And Ben Shapiro was that somebody was that I subscribed to, like on yeah. my YouTube. Uh-huh. It, like I went through a phase of like Shapiro Crowder. Crowder, yeah. You and um, I are the exact exactly. When were you making this transition? Two thousand and like sixteen? Because that was when I was doing it. Two thousand fifteen. No, 16. no, it was a little earlier than that. Okay. It All was right. uh, probably oh eight, oh nine. Oh man. Or, it was, and it was from like then, and then kind of meandered till like 2012, 2013, when Crowder started getting on the scene with his stand up. Sure. Yeah. Right. And uh, I don't know. Like I, I really liked Ben Shapiro, but I also didn't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's crazy because I liked him too. And then like you pull up articles that he's written from before the time that I started to like him. And he was a maniac back then. Like he, I mean, he's oh, still yeah. a maniac, but I think he knows how to tailor his message. If you look a at some bit. of his debates on like news networks, he was pretty good. And he was, you know, back back in those days, there was there wasn't many people like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, I I think Ben Shapiro is one of those things that if you're a minarchist, you listen to him, and especially if you're aware of like the cathedral, what Michael Malice refers to as cathedral, mm-hmm. you like what Ben Shapiro does. But I think. As someone grows more and becomes like gets closer to being an anarchist and then you start like understanding foreign policy and the Federal Reserve, you're just like, um, this guy doesn't this guy's not because I've heard people say, well, you know, he's just a libertarian ally. And, and I'm like, I don't no. think I don't think that you can be like weird that the, you, the yeah. kind of chicken hawk that he is. Right. And, and consider him to be a libertarian ally. It's like people who say Bill Crystal is a libertarian ally. It's like no, just because <laughs> he just because he like doesn't give a shit about what happens here, <laughs> doesn't like <laughs> does not absolve him from the thing like giving a shit about the things that happen over there. It's really strange to me that like yeah that Ben Shapiro who is like a federal agent. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> like, this guy is not a libertarian ally at all. Not even a little bit. And uh, I've seen his tour where he goes around and, like, debates dumb college children? socialists. Yeah, children. Like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and um, I wish I could be in that audience and just, you know, <laughs> Hey, ask, you motherfucker. Ask, you think yeah. my, why, would you even, why would you even debate him? Is the, This has been, like, my argument with the Liberty Hangouts thing that's been going on recently. It's like, why are we – why even – why even bother? What's the point? These motherfuckers burn themselves out. Look at Crowder. Fucking burned yeah. himself out. Crowder used to be, you know, enjoyable to watch, at least yeah. funny. Oh, yeah. You know, some of the stuff that he did was really hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm telling you, man, Trump screwed up just so many people's heads. You know, it was like yeah. when when Trump hit the scene and when, when Trump got the nomination, um, I was like borderline i mean i was yeah you know, i was an i considered myself an anarchist and everything but i didn't really i was up in the air about um economics i was just like i, I i've been watching this fall apart i went through 08 and everything like that um but once i saw like the reaction to trump and like people who used to like ron paul were like jumping on the trump train and everything like that right right i just pulled out my old economics books and started reading again and i'm like oh yeah this is the i'm I mean, I honestly believe that, you know, in order to be a really good, consistent libertarian, you have to understand basic economics. Sure. And I'm not talking about anything beyond like economics in one lesson by Hazlitt. If you have a good grasp on that, but Shapiro doesn't have a good grasp on that. No. You know, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. What is he's a lawyer? Is that what he is? Because he, he's a, yeah, he's a he's a constitutional lawyer, which is like, sure, that's how was so Obama. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that stopped me right in my tracks. Yeah, sure. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Let me sprinkle in another. Um, this one is just. I can't. I hope that I get to meet Ron one day. Um, but if he's a, I, he's such a sweet guy, he he seems like a really nice guy. But I I don't think I'll ever be able to look him in the face after just reading this tweet because this is too funny. <laughs> this is December fourteenth, two thousand and eleven. This is going back a year before the last one. <laughs> Imagine how great Ron Paul could have been if those aliens hadn't anally probed him during his teenage years. <laughs> it's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Is it like a gay joke? Is it like, does he think that Ron Paul is an alien? <laughs> well, I, th I think he thinks he's, you know, just a kook, you know, like a conspiracy oh, kook. Maybe, you know, sure. Yeah, he does. That's true. Yeah. To this day, Ron says, you know, we don't know everything about 9-11. The 9-11 report didn't cover everything. So he, why yeah, don't we investigate very chad it? About it? He's very chad about it, too, because he's not he doesn't go, ever go crazy about it. He's like, just like, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. He's sodomized by aliens. I mean, I, 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 I this guy, there's something there, there's something really wrong with this guy. I mean, he's a he's a freak. He's a freak. Look, it was a long time ago. He's, <laughs> he's, he's evolved his stance since then. That's my thing, Aaron, is I want to be charitable <laughs> enough to think that. <laughs> but, but, like, the ideas might have not changed, just the humor around them, you know? I don't yeah, know. And, I, uh, <laughs> and you can kind of take this, and I highly doubt that his, his stance on, like, us libertarians slash anarchists slash agorists, I doubt it's much different 
from 2011-2012. Uh, yeah, it's like, again, like I don't really think the ideas change very much. I, I do no. happen to think that the rhetoric changes just because that's he's younger and he's, he's like my age, I think, when he's tweeting these things. And I mean, look at the shit I tweet. <laughs> so I guess the only difference is um, like I'm never going to turn my tweets into a career. Uh, <laughs> I'd be a fucking madman to try it. Here's a here's a gem that began a saga of tweets. Uh, December fifteenth, two thousand and eleven. Gingrich almost drops his pen. Ron Paul grabs it and wrings it like the neck of a Jew. <laughs> and that and again that begins a saga of tweets where Ben Shapiro is frantically screaming at his keyboard about how Ron Paul is trying to strangle Jews. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. I, don't I mean, <laughs> it's. I, I'm telling you, the funny if anyone who's ever talked to him, like face to face, you, I, I don't know where anyone would get that from him. Yeah, I, I just don't. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's such. I mean, for somebody who rails against identity politics, yeah. There is no greater identity politics not his on identity, the planet right. than Zionism. <laughs> yeah, not his identity. Zionism his identity. is the <laughs> biggest, I mean, deadliest form of identity politics on the it, planet. And it, and like whatever you think about Zionism, it is indisputable. It's an identitarian movement. It tried oh, to create an Israeli Jewish identity yeah. after well, two thousand years of there not being anything even close to that idea. Well, it's, it's like it Sheldon Richmond says. Sheldon's like. If I wanted to, I don't want to, I could go to Israel and they would give me like a house. Yeah. Or, just because or at the very of least help you bulldoze I, someone else's Palestine. Down. The, the yeah. family I was. Yeah, of course. You know, it was stolen from someone else that just because of who I was, the womb I was born in. Yeah. Wild. I mean, and because the last name and because of the heritage and be, I mean, it's it, it, and, and once again, just a reminder. I've heard him say this. I don't consider someone to be a Jew because they were because their parents were Jews. I only consider people to be Jews who practice Judaism. Well, from I've never been to Israel, but from everyone I've ever talked to who went to Israel, there is not a lot of Judaism being practiced there. It no, is, it's a secular Western state that that we keep in the Middle East so that I I guess for lots of reasons, but not one of them has to do with Judaism. Yeah, forgive the pun, but it's a mecca of atheism. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Some would say the the original mecca. Oh man, it's uh, so ridiculous. Here goes uh, the second part of a great saga. Um, this is September twenty second, uh, two thousand and eleven. Oh, this is actually first. Um, Congressman Paul gripping podium like it's a Jew neck. <laughs> I don't understand it. Does Ron Paul have like particularly grippy hands, <laughs> Pete? Like, does not, he have like? Not that I've ever noticed. Not, I mean, when you shake his hand, he, does he does he hold on for just maybe too long? <laughs> oh my fucking god! I just I think I just found the best one. You think you found the and best it has one? Has a picture in it. <laughs> All right, Aaron. This one from uh, I'll, I'll give you April the uh, 1st, I'll give you the honors. Go ahead. If you don't like Trump, you are a hashtag cuck SJW. Stop <laughs> Jewing everybody, Shekel Master. And then it's a picture of the Shylock with his with his face photoshopped. It's so good. It's the fucking the happy, happy, it's it's the the happy, happy merchant, merchant. Yep. Oh, yep. with it's, his face. It's mental. It's absolutely nuts. Oh, it's well, so have, you, have you ever seen the picture 
of because uh, I, I shared it in private chat oh, with uh, uh, I have that saved on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I mean he's literally doing the happy merchant. Yeah, that is crazy, right? The, the picture where he's really doing it. Yeah. That's, that's I think you have like you've sent me like or posted like three pictures that I can just look at and start laughing no matter how long I've had them in my phone. And that's one of them. It's really the best. I mean, it, this is so ridiculous. It's so it's so identitarian. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's, it's for, not for even, someone who hates even... the alt right so much. Yeah, he gives them oh so my... much credence. God. Well, you know... that and you know, and and Dave's been talking about that a lot lately. Is you know, it's just if you're gonna put stupid crap out there, you know, like you know, oh, we owe this to Israel and, and all this stuff. But I mean, it, it, he's so identitarian when it comes to Judaism. Yeah, it's like, and, and he doesn't get that. You know, that's like the cognitive dissonance of you know. It's like what you rail against the most is what you're most guilty of. Yeah, and the alt right picks up on that. It, every every post he has is some fucking storm stormfront guy being like, "Oh, ethno states are bad except for Israel, right?" <laughs> and you know what? They're they're fucking right to post that. Yeah, yeah, because he's it, it's it just exposes his hypocrisy. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and that's all they have to say. Yeah. I feel like Shapiro yeah. is like a really just a disgusting Westerner. Like, I, I feel like it's not just the, 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 the Zionism. It's just the whole thing. The whole Western legacy. I, I don't know. It, it, it's it's because he's he's always he's rails against socialists. He rails against progressives. He rails against Palestinians. Rails against literally anybody who doesn't like what's happening right now. Um, He's at the very edge of the Overton window when it comes to mainline conservative politics, like accessible conservative politics. Oh, shit. You still there? You think that he's. Yeah. You you think that he's at the edge of it? I think so. Yeah. I think any further right. And you're going to start losing, you know, the the whole silent majority. Yeah. Because he is. He is very popular. I mean, yeah, he is. He has millions of views on his on any YouTube. Mm-hmm. video he posts right yeah. he's most like high schoolers foray into you know he cool conservatism him and crowder yeah yeah all right here's I have the a brother third, that just graduated high school and uh the... he sends me like ben shapiro like oh what do you think of this and steven crowder like oh, oh you know what do you think of him saying this so like they they definitely have some pull with like you know, <laughs> young white, young kids. white people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Young white people. Yep. Can, can uh, I can, can I bring up one of the tweets? Yeah, absolutely. Are you going to bring up the final tweet in the Jew strangling saga? Um. Well, bring that one up, and then I'll bring up. Okay, uh, this is I'll the bring final up the one, one I want to bring up. The final tweet in the Jew strangling saga from Ben Shapiro, December fifteenth, two thousand and eleven. Perry had his memorable moments of the evening, other than Ron Paul's corpse leaning forward from the grave and strangling the Jews. <laughs> It's very um what the it's very uh literary. There's a lot of <laughs> descriptive elements I, going on in there. What the fuck? <laughs> the the praising of Rick Perry is actually completely forgotten by the latter half of the tweet. It's it's almost like magic. Other than Ron Paul's corpse leaning forward from the grave and strangling the Jews. What is that is like, I think you sent that one. 
uh, to me and Carr, Pete, and and yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Carr's response was, "He is fucking nuts." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I and I was like, I couldn't tell if the two of you thought it was as funny as I thought it was. Because it, well, I, I get it, but it's shocking. <laughs> it's like shocking well, how crazy it is. Aaron, I don't know. He must have been on like kosher Ambien or something. <laughs> <laughs> God, all right, go ahead, Pete. Showcase your uh, your your particular selection. Oh, jeez. Same. Same day, September 11th, 2012. Uh, Don't forget. Or no, is it September 12th, 2011? Why did they date it like this? Is is this Twitter in Europe? I thought they were in friggin' San Francisco. (laughs) Jesus H. Christ. Um, Does anybody disagree with the notion that we should give Ron Paul the HPV vaccine? Oh, that's wild. That is wild. That one's crazy. (laughs) What does that even mean? It's so weird. He Wait. was drunk on Manischewitz. He had to be. <laughs> it was a tipsy Saturday evening. Uh, I um, uh, what the flying fuck? It's, fu- it's is crazy because, it- like, you know, Shapiro fucking talks about how he loves the Constitution so much. Ron Paul basically was the embodiment of you know constitutional <laughs> conservatism. You're overthinking it. It's because of the foreign policy, Aaron. It's because he doesn't go. These people who stole this land didn't get UN approval for the place they took from. Uh, continue to steal yeah. the land for today. Continue yes. to occupy land. Continue to have an open air prison in Gaza. And Ron Paul goes. That's really not cool. And Ben Shapiro flips the fuck out and thinks that he means by that, well, the only solution is to glass Israel. Yeah. That's what he thinks. That's what he th- really, in his heart, believes. Yeah, does, he, does he really believe I really that, do know. Aaron, it like a, uh, he is an average. Fucking he, hit job. He's an average conservative Orthodox Jew average a lot of them have this kind of opinion that if you talk anything about it ultimately one thing or the other is going to happen jews have to get moved somewhere else this is what they all go to is oh so you you, jews can't stay there and it's like nobody says that nobody even thinks that you're you're a lunatic if you think that it wouldn't work It, it would people would die and it wouldn't work but he really does believe this i remember i was sitting in a uh an ethnic violence in in, in, uh, in international conflicts class. It was my colloquium, the one that I wrote the Uyghurs paper on. Um, there, there were there were a couple Orthodox Jewish kids in the class, and a couple Muslims in the class. The entire class content, what we were being taught, was Palestine, Israel. The the the, the notions that were that were being said on the side of the Orthodox Jews was. I couldn't believe. I could not believe what I was hearing. I really could not believe what I was hearing. That. That they they do that everybody just thought that by by oh we don't really I don't know if Israel really has a right to exist means so we got to blow up everybody who lives there it's fucking nuts well, here let me let me bring this one up this is from this is a tweet from September twenty seventh two thousand ten. And this is a pretty famous tweet. He's addressed it in his famous article. And I just want to point out that Dave Smith and I did a podcast where we talked about one of his old articles. And like two oh, days yeah. after we released that podcast, I was contacted by someone who goes, um, I'm one of Ben. I'm I'm with Ben Shapiro. <laughs> and he just wants you to know um, that this article is coming out where he's going to address all of the things that he said. No, and this is one of the things he? that he said. Israel's Israelis like to build. 
Arabs like to bomb crap and live in open sewage. Yeah. This is not an this is not a difficult issue. Hashtag settlements rock. Oh boy. Again, that and I, that was from like 2011, 2012 as well, right? 2010. Yeah. Yeah. So this nine years. The, nine the years. Ben Shapiro between these years, I mean, is a different. Is a. I mean, he's a, he's a more. I don't know what you would call it. Um, more more radical or more willing to to, um, t- just not be rational about it. Um, Ron th- Paul did to Ben Shapiro what Trump is doing to everybody right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Breaking yeah. their minds, I guess. Uh, he's um yeah it doesn't it's very very strange to me. Um I really I did he ever address that by the way Pete did he ever actually that, put an article the one out I just, about it? the one I just uh, mentioned that was from the the sort of addressing of the original article yeah well you know and one of the original articles was one that he wrote in 2002 he where a, he, he said that kid. he said that collateral damage is not a right. this is the one Dave and I were talking about collateral damage is not a problem we just have to kill all these people right he now it, Again, two thousand and two. The guy at a that child. point. At that he's point, he's probably seventeen, eighteen years old. Yeah, and 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 those are the relatively the ages of the people who were in my class. Where I'm. Who the hell was the fucking... editor that let that through? That, it's crazy. I don't know. I, yeah, because he wrote a book when he was like eighteen, and so I think everybody was like, "Oh, give this kid a, a platform because he's a genius." And if I wrote an article like that, you know, just saying that about. Um, you know, well, we should because of what the Jews are doing to the Palestinians right now, which they're actually massacring them as we speak. Yep. Um, Wasn't there just a, I, a raid in Gaza the other day that killed a bunch of people? Yeah. Just if I said that about the Jews right now and I wrote an article about that and I sent it to Scott, Scott would be like, no. <laughs> no, that's not going up on the website. Yeah, no, right. right. You know, but you know, oh, let's just throw that up on the website because, you know, it's yeah. I mean, 9-11 was fucking horrible. I. I remember exactly where I was when that second plane hit, and I knew so exactly what I. was happening. And, you know, I remember that day to a T because I was really hungover that day, too. And that <laughs> didn't help at all. Oh, God. Um, but I was mad for about, I was enraged for about a week. Yeah, that's you know? how long it lasted for everybody. Just straight up, like, let's go and bomb these fucking people. That was well, and he, and opinion. Shapiro wrote that article like nine months after. Nine mm. eleven. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know what? What does he have? No, and and think about it. We can say, oh, that was horrible. We could talk about this tweet about living in open sewage. That's horrible. But he hasn't backed down from any of that. It's not like he's saying it that way anymore. But he, we know he still believes that. I I, know, I, so- I sure hope not. I really sure hope not. I I I mean, it's not. It's crazy. It's just nuts. I mean, he still says he still refers to Ron Paul as an anti-Semite. Yeah, he when he, when, he, he when he's asked about it, and, and I, mean, I think that stems from the fact that he thinks Ron Paul is alt right, which I still, you know, now I'm writing a paper on the alt right. <laughs> I don't get that either. There's just I, I don't understand that. I mean, Ron Paul said, and one of his quotes is, um, "Was it bigotry is the." One of the reasons the bigotry is so awful and um, prejudice is so awful is because it's a collectivist. Mm. It's a collectivist ideology. Yeah. You know, and I mean, he says stuff like that all the time. Yeah. You know, and then people want to bring up, everyone wants to bring up the newsletters. And I mean, he's admitted, he says, look, they're in my name. I didn't write them. Yeah. I take, I'm, full, that's I like... take full responsibility for them. Yeah. Which, okay. Well, he takes full responsibility for them. 
apparently Ben Shapiro wants to take full responsibility for things that he's written and he wants to be forgiven and not have them brought up. Well, if Ron's taken responsibility for him, why does it always have to be thrown in his face? Yep. Be consistent. Wow, I just I said they're really Jewish. I said they're I said they're really Jewish when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> my new my New York came out so I was like, I've I've been talking to Gene Epstein way too much lately. You need to be consistent here. <laughs> Gene Oh my god. I was watching a, a debate Gene did with uh with Richard Wolf. It was uh, Didn't he older. just destroy him? Uh, I don't. I, I I loved it. It was a great debate. I wasn't really keeping track of who was winning or losing. I just love watching both of those guys talk. I love Gene yeah. so much. He's fantastic. Oh, yeah, he's the best. Man. He's great, man. He's a, he's one I, of my, like he, one of my favorite people in the world. I mean, hands down. When we get together, uh-huh. it, I love Gene because he's one of the only people that'll challenge me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Gene is one of those people who I disagree with a lot when he speaks, but like I could never ever be like. You're wrong. Like I have to just be like, nah. He he he's thinking about this. Like he yeah, yeah, he yeah. has exactly. like reasons behind this. I should I gotta just wait until he's well, done. As a as a minarchist and as somebody who's been a minarchist for friggin' ever, and you know who really thinks about this stuff, he's genius. I mean, he oh, he's a big he, he's a big he, smart he, pants. Yeah, like you think like if you get in a debate with him, you think you know what the argument he's gonna make is, and it's completely different. And you're like, oh man, I'm screwed because I didn't think about that. Right. Yeah, he did that with Richard Wolf. It was a conversation about is capitalism a blessing, I think was the topic. Uh, and Richard well, was, Wolf is a Marxist. Um, so Richard is socialism is socialism a better system than capitalism that when was, it comes yeah. to equality and all this crap. Yeah, Gene so. so Richard was making an argument, it was a good argument, and then Gene makes an argument that like you would think the natural response would be, yes, look at all the good that it's done. But Gene did something completely different. Like he 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 did like a this is just how it is this is how we can improve it like it was a much different argument than look at all the i saw Catherine mango ward did a a, a debate uh, in the same gene and she went she was going for look at all the lives we saved and all the people we fed but gene is like thinks like five steps ahead of that he's like this system is the only one that works (laughs) yeah he's playing chess when he does it and here's the thing about gene is okay he knew he was gonna he was gonna debate richard wolf Right. He read Richard Wolf's book. Oh, for sure. And like and like studied it and right. could quote it and started quoting it and quoted it so much to the point where Richard Wolf like said that's uh, let's forget about that. That's that's nothing. <laughs> it's like I mean you win right there. Yeah. Cuz yeah. he did the same thing to Bashkar. Yeah. What's his name? Sankar. Uh, yeah, Sankara. Yeah. Mhm. The guy's brilliant. Read his man. book, quoted it. I I, I really don't like Bascar. I never would have thought of. <laughs> I really don't like Bascar. <laughs> I you know I like anybody who's a radical. I really do. I really love anybody who's like this shit is broken and and here's my solution. Bascar is like, hey, I mean, this Jack would be nice. It's like, like shut up, Bascar. They and they they took the name Jacobin. Yeah, he took the name like, Jacobin, and he's not a radical in the slightest. Yeah. <laughs> At least if he took the name Jacobin, and he's like, yeah, fucking hang Trump from a tree. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> At least you're saying something. Well, look, I- I'm glad we got the Gene Epstein thing there, because, oh, man, if we didn't get that in there, people would think we would hate Jews. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you want to talk about Murray Rothbard for a while? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> Which, yeah, probably the, and maybe like four or five O's in this one, probably one of the Jewest 
is, is Murray Rothbard. Probably. <laughs> everything down to his body language. Yeah, everything, everything, everything down to the fact that when he speaks in his in, in when he goes up to a podium and he speaks, I can I can barely understand him. He speaks so fast. He speaks directly through the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Um, I I think that's we're gonna probably extract as much as we can from the actual Ben Shapiro tweets. Uh. Pete, do you have things to add? You said you had a lot to, to add to this. Yeah, the um, well, I try to figure out what someone's motivation is as far as what they why they continue to act a certain way. And if you know who do you know who is his money, who's who bankrolled him? Who? Well, what do you mean? Uh, National Review, right? Uh, no, it's Dan and Ferris Wilkes. Hmm. Dan Wilkes. Yeah. Hmm. And they are a they're they're in oil, and oh. they're billionaires. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, hold on. I gotta ask you to cite this somehow. Um, these are who are they, and and what did they bankroll him for? Okay, they bankrolled Daily Wire. Okay, and they and okay. they bankrolled his show. Okay. Okay. This is this is on the internet. You can Google it. I'm gonna. It's fine. Um, yeah, I'm gonna Google it. Go- Google Ben Shapiro and Wilkes W I L uh, W I L K S Dan and Ferris. Wilkes. Oh yeah, it is here. Yeah, it's. I mean, you could write on the Wikipedia page. That's that's easy. Yep. Um, so, okay. So we know Ben Shapiro is. I mean, from all intents and purposes, he is preaching what seems to be classic Zionism. Hmm. Uh, okay, the people that bankroll him. Mm-hmm. Ferris Wilkes is married to Joanne and the father of 11 children. He is the former Ooh. pastor of the Assembly of Yahweh Seventh Day near Cisco, a conservative Jews for Jesus type congregation that was founded by his parents, Voy and Myrtle, in 1947. The congregation considers the Bible historically and scientifically accurate. Oh, Al- interesting. Yes. Allegedly, the congregation considers homosexual sex and abortions to be crimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, anybody who knows anything about Adventist theology yeah. knows that it's all about Jesus is coming back. And they take, if they say they take the Bible seriously and literally, that means that they believe that Jesus is coming back and that all of these things have to happen before jesus comes back right yeah one of those things is the temple has to be rebuilt in jerusalem which trump look what trump did trump made trump is the first president in history to say oh yeah trump uh, jerusalem is the capital never mind okay so if the if the people who are bankrolling him know that Jerusalem that the temple has to be rebuilt. I mean, this is called dispensational theology for yeah. uh, dispens- yeah. dispensational eschatology um, for anybody who knows anything about this. The, it's it, the prots. It is. I evil. was going to say it's the it's prots. <laughs> it's the what? It's the Protestants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, it's a, there's a Catholic and an Orthodox dancing in the background. Like it's finally yeah. not our fault. <laughs> so, and you know, I've, Dispensational theology, uh, eschatology to me is one of the most evil, evil things. Oh, see, it's evil. It's completely anti-Christian. It's yeah, it's it's evil. It's purely evil. It's it's evil because 
if the temple has to be rebuilt in order for Jesus to come back, mm-hmm. no matter who has to die, no matter what atrocities have to take place in order for this to happen, it's fine. If, uh, if Palestinians yeah. need to have white phosphorus dropped on them, that's fine. Yes. If if the over uh, the the um, the <laughs> the Christian population that used to be in Gaza and uh, on uh, mostly in Gaza has to be driven out or killed, that's fine. My, well, my brothers had my brothers in Christ had to die because you know we have to do this in order for Christ to come back. If Christians in Lebanon have to die, if Christians in Syria have to die, if Christians anywhere have to die so that Jesus comes back, that's fine. And that's who is the people who are bankrolling him, who's already a Zionist, obviously, believe basically be are what we call those of us who really study this called Christian Zionists, it's all fine. Yeah. So yeah, you're not going to, you're, you're not going to get it. Even if he decided tomorrow, Oh man, I really think like the Nakba was horrible and that, you know, we really should give the land back. The people who are bankrolling him, they don't believe that. They don't believe that at all. Not a chance. Do you know who else the Wilkes brothers are responsible for funding? Who? Prager you. I knew that. Yeah. And there's a couple, <laughs> there's a few things that they fund. Huh. Dude, there's very few things more dangerous than an evangelical with a lot of money. It is. I mean, when I learned that and I started, you know, because I was like, I was searching on Google and I couldn't figure it. I was probably using the wrong terms and everything. And I just threw it out there one morning on Twitter at like six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, who bankrolls Shapiro? And someone's like the Wilkes brothers. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I started looking it up and I'm like, this makes total sense. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense. And I've known this for, and that's pretty much right around the time that I stopped taking him seriously. Mm-hmm. I, I used to listen to him for some stuff. You know, I'd listen to his show every once in a while. And a lot of it, I just wince through and the other times, I'm like, hey, yeah, Hey, I agree with that and everything, you know, and apparently, you know, recently he's become very, he started talking a lot about almost civil libertarian kind of stuff, you know, police, uh, um, criminal justice reform, stuff like that. And that's all great and everything. But to me, you know, like like Scott says, libertarianism is what we should be looking at is foreign policy and the Fed. And these are things that he just doesn't, he's not, you know, if if Trump wants to talk to, if Trump wants to talk to Kim Jong-un, uh, Kim Jong-un, oh, he, he, he just loves strongman dictators. Mm-hmm. If he wants to talk to Erdogan, oh, he just loves strongman dictators. You know, if he wants to pull out of uh, if he wants to pull out of Syria, oh, he just loves Assad. Strongman, he he just has all this respect for strongman dictators. Yeah. It's just it's total horseshit, man. It's just foreign policy is uh, <laughs> as one thing I learned from Scott is it is really just like number one right there, you know. And it, get rid of the Fed, foreign policy falls into place. I mean, it just it's two peas in the same pod. That's what. That's what got me here, being being a cog in the wheel of foreign policy and slowly realizing, oh, wow, I'm not defending my country at all. You look up. I'm, the, I'm looking into these brothers now. Yeah, like you said, they're they've they funded a whole lot of the Tea Party movement, too. Uh huh. <laughs> That's very interesting. Um, they got a lot of connections with the Koch brothers. 
They fill they they fund a lot of um, who the Heritage Foundation, mm-hmm. uh, the state, usual suspects. State policy networks focus on the family. Uh, no one who's going to say anything no. against Israel's policy. And these are this is these are big dollars. Um, oh yeah, Heritage Foundation is almost a million dollars, seven hundred thousand dollars. It's big. Wildberg, you're you're pretty anti-Semitic right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I have to keep remembering now. These guys are are saying that you want all Jews to die. (laughs) How can you? How can you believe that? (laughs) Yeah. um, God will punish America for embracing homosexuality is a quote which David Barton, who is another individual who is funded by the Wilkes brothers, uh, says. Yeah, these are these are a couple of lunatics. I didn't actually know this. Huh. Okay. I mean, it's it's amazing how. And it really just goes to show anybody can become a billionaire. I mean, uh, really, yeah, these you, people you, are insane. Yeah, no, well, no, it's not true. I, I disagree with you, dude. I really don't think anybody can become a billionaire. I think you got to be built like this. I really do. You, you think you have to have? You, I, I think you either get lucky, people, you're a stro- like you have a stroke of genius, like you're an artist or a painter or something like that, or a performer, <laughs> sure, or you have talent, like a basketball player or something like that, sure. But if you want to become one of these guys, you have to be a fucking psychopath. You have to. I really don't. I. I don't want to sound like a fucking socialist here, but every time there's a billionaire out there who isn't, like, completely self-made, as in, like, you know, produced something the whole world wanted, they're a fucking psychopath. Like, it's always oil or fracking or fucking being Eric Prince. (laughs) Like, like you're just a bad person. I don't know. Like, it's crazy. And then you always have to ask the question that if, you know, sociopathy is part of all of these people who gain power and gain wealth and everything. Is it such a fucking surprise that they're fucking kids? Yeah. <laughs> Not even a little bit. I forget who it was on my timeline who was going off uh, against Prince Andrew recently. <laughs> uh, oh, it was, uh, it was Jake from the damn woods Pontiac gunfire. I, uh, um, I tweeted something about Prince Andrew, and he was like, imagine thinking that every world leader in history wasn't fucking kids at every chance they could. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's true. I I mean, it's not that it's literally true, but that's the notion, right? Is you're a fucking psychopath. These people are psychos. And and, and they'll probably be the first ones to say, well, we need to be in Afghanistan because, you know, they they fuck kids over there. You know, (laughs) you've heard about that, right? Or, you know, where they fuck? Well, yeah, I mean, but and I gotta get their contact information. I mean, I gotta. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I gotta get their supplier. I mean, um, we gotta oh, send troops in there. Crazy dude, it's wild. Yeah, I, I do. I hate, I hate to, to fall into the old trope, but to make a billion dollars, if you're not a natural genius, you're a psycho. You're a fucking evil psychopath who sees the world in a completely different way than people like us do. Um, I mean, that's a fact, right? I think that's probably most billionaires. They just yeah. look at they just look at human existence differently. They just do. Well, I, I mean, think think about what it takes to like just go to Bilderberg, yeah, right. one of these people, and it's like, well, why are we coming here? Well, because you know, the, the path of mankind is in our hands. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, man! The first time 
you could say it was a mistake. <laughs> Second time, it's like, all right, come on. <laughs> so you think Bilderberg Uno was okay, and then Bilderberg yeah. Dose, that's where it all falls apart? <laughs> yeah, but they were fucking kids at Uno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they certainly were. It, it really, um, it just makes me think back to, I don't know why it does this, but it just makes me think back to ancient Rome. And how these fucking toga-wearing weirdos go around and they fucking perform rituals, uh, blood sacrifices, so that they can fucking make the sky rain. Uh, except today, they pl- perform blood sacrifices so they can make a billion more dollars. It's, it's, it's fucking weird to me. It's very strange. Um, do you think Ben Shapiro could go to Bilderberg? Like, do you think he's ready for that? Or do you think he's like a dumb pawn? <laughs> I mean, I don't know that he... Well, I, yeah, he's a pawn. You think he's a he, pawn? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't. I don't think he thinks like that. I don't think he thinks on the level that they do. I mean, obviously, look, th- these are the people that go to Bilderberg. You're not going to see tweets like this from them. I was going to say, is this bad comedy? Are these tweets? I mean, I think they're good comedy. They're fucking hilarious because they're insane. But like, generally, they're in poor taste, right? Is is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. But you would never see that from those people because those people that go to Bilderberg are calm and collected psychopaths. Sure. I mean, yeah. they have, they've been hiding this. this Machiavellian this, this, almost. Yeah. For, for decades. You know, and yeah, you know, it's like, I remember seeing somebody talk to Jacob Rothschild yeah. on like a London street. He had just come out of, just come out of a restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. And someone walked up to him and was being very calm with him and saying, you know, asking him questions and then said, you know, that you don't, you don't have much longer that you're going to be able to control the world like you do and everything. He's just smiling at them. Oh God. And and, and it's just, yeah. Ben Shapiro. What? Shark eyes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's when you like, if you've ever seen the uh, footage of the people going into like Bilderberg and everything like that, it's like, you look at the, the attendees. It's like every single one of them is just, Freaking dead in their eyes. Mm. It's really. I mean, think Zuckerberg's been there. Is there anyone more dead in their eyes than Zuckerberg? That's probably uh, one of those few guys who made a, a billion dollars, like grassroots on his own, who became a Bilderberg guy. Nah, well, I. I, I <laughs> That's true. I say ask that. Me to actually, come, ask me to he, come on the show one time, and we'll I, talk about Zuckerberg. You make it now. Now that you. That little noise makes me think, you're right. No, he got a lot of money from a lot of powerful places to do that. Oh, yeah, Facebook. You think Facebook was... Yeah, you, any you think, the, go- you think right. the government? You think the government didn't finance Facebook yeah. and Google yeah. and Twitter? Well, Google, they, they, Google they absolutely did. Oh, yeah. I, I, that, that's, I mean, that's, that, that's, that's well known now. That's not even conspiracy now. theory, yeah. Well, but people don't want to accept it. They, people still want to say, well, it's a private company. <laughs> Suck my dick. I mean, I mean ultimately, <laughs> the, the best thing is, is, is look, the fucking government made the internet, okay? So <laughs> it's, it's, it's all available. That thing which has been, in my opinion, the single greatest source of human freedom since its inception, the internet, was created by the United States military. I mean... It wasn't made for us. It wasn't wasn't made for us, but we took it. Yep. We took it. I made this... I was talking to... um, Yeah. Well, that's how we took it. That's how we took it. (laughs) I I was talking to Jason Bassler. He, like, created Police to Police, and he's the co-founder of uh, Free Thought Project. Mm -hmm. And we we were talking about... um, 
that radical how, hate group that got kicked off of Twitter or uh, uh, yeah, Facebook, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really, man. they got they, they got they got destroyed. The um, but we, what, what I was saying was the you know, every libertarians want to be. Oh, I'm so principled. I would never sue a platform because they're private and everything. I'm like, okay, like say everybody, like say somebody found out that um, me. I'll use me as an example mm-hmm. that I'm a government informant. I take yeah. my. I take orders I tweet, from the government. I, I tweet. I'm b- tweeting. Not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm in, and I'm informing on all of you. Okay. Yeah, I, I I tweeted. You do, know, I, I once I went to go get pizza and beer with him. I actually don't remember seeing him eat the pizza. <laughs> the um. I mean, w- would you even consider me a private citizen anymore? Or would I just be... <laughs> well, I guess it depends on who your donors are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But think about it. If Facebook admits. That the Israeli government and the United States government tells them to take down accounts, they take down accounts. They're no longer once they do that, they're no longer a private company. Yeah, I agree. With I you. mean, yeah, I mean, if you have if you have outside influence from the monopoly on force and violence, you're not a private company no, anymore. You're made. Yeah, That's you're why. Made I, and I was telling Jason, I said somebody like him who lost ninety percent of like they had to fire ninety percent of their um, staff. Oh my god. What, when they got taken off of Facebook that I said, you guys should like sue them and then sue them. And if somebody, you know, and even a tort claim or something like that, and if the government steps in and says, no, you can't sue them, then you know exactly what the deal is. (laughs) Then you go for the FISA. (laughs) Then you know exactly what the deal is. I mean, it's just, you know, it's like, you know, people talk about Chris Cantwell. Well, Chris Cantwell has admitted that he informs to the government. Where did he admit that? Where did he admit that? Oh, that's what I mean, they talked about that on Free Talk Live. They talked about uh, yeah, but apparently he's only informing on Antifa. Okay, sure. Oh, sure. But, and how does he have any information in Antifa? You know, in you know what the funniest part about being an informant is? You don't get to decide who you inform on. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's like um, you know, is, is he I mean, and there are people who still take him seriously because the alt-right is literally nuts. I mean, I don't know if you've been like an hour ago, Dave Smith or over an hour ago, Dave Smith was like going back and forth trying to be nice with this guy from the alt-right. And he's like, Mm. the the guy's responding and going, well, see, this is, this is what the, this is what the Jews do. You know, they have, like I said, I'm doing a whole thesis. Was that the guy who was like a typical sheltered New York city? (laughs) Yeah. 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 That guy. And and, I'm doing a whole thesis on the alt-right right now, as far as how there's about their symbology. Uh, So I got to look at all the memes they use and the way they talk to one another online. They are fucking crazy. I'm just going to let you do that. Huh? Are your professors going to let you do that? Oh, yeah. No, I you know, what's actually what's crazy is I had to email a professor from California to get their paper. um, And she straight up like was like, look, the only way I'm getting you this paper is if you dox yourself, because if I give you this paper, you can use it for some severe harm. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, it. It's you real. know, if People I was a like fed, I could dox you. It. If I was a fed, I could dox you right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you could. I could have doxed you a long time ago, but you did it to yourself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, yeah. So D- Dave like got pissed off and like retweeted one of the things. Is like, this is why you can't talk to the art, right? And I'm like, yeah, he's just de- he's just jealous because you have a tail. <laughs> <laughs> a tail and and world banking connections. A, a, a tail, horns. You know? Yeah, right. shapeshift. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's it's really the the alt right is fucking crazy. 
Um, Zionists are fucking crazy. It's well, it, one guy, well, one guy, uh, one alt right guy responds to him and goes, "Well, you know, when you look at you, know, you have to admit that there's something there." And and I responded to that guy and I said, "Yeah, if you live your life online." Yeah. If you right. live your life online, yeah, maybe, oh, yeah, the Jews own this, the Jews own that. But if you go out and you start living your life out in business, right. and, you know, like me, who I have to deal with friggin' thousands of people on a yearly basis, right? Jewish people, black people, everyone, you start realizing, and uh, no. The one it, common thread it, is that they're all actually Catholics. <laughs> and, that, and that actually we control the Well, it's the always world. the papacy. <laughs> yeah. The papacy. The, the papacy, the the true Zionists. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I uh, you know, why do they have why do they have all that friggin' you know, when you go to Vatican City, oh all God. you see is this pagan friggin' symbology <laughs> everywhere. Not, it's a, I, where's that, that meme of Tom Hardy pointing up at the ceiling and saying, that's bait. <laughs> this is bait. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that's bait. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, look, I think we ra- did the ringer on, um, Crazy on um, crazy religiosity. And okay, how... we've talked about we've talked about Jews, we've talked about Christians, we've talked about Catholics. All right, oh, Muslims. Do we get want to ready. talk about something about the Muslims? <laughs> get ready, guys. Uh... What? No, or we already did. What was the kid fucking in Afghanistan? <laughs> That's right. We actually hit all bases. All right, who's next? Uh, all right, Hindus. What do they do? <laughs> uh, Sati. <laughs> Do you know what that is? No, what is that? Uh, that was something that existed until like eighteen, the eighteen twenties, eighteen thirties. You can't start I... a description of something off with that. It's never yeah. good. Yeah, it's like it, when a husband died and they put him on the funeral pyre. Oh yes, they put, they put the wife on with him. Yes, you know what though? That's not just that's not just an Indian tradition. They do that in ancient Rome. They expected you to stab yourself if you were a woman. You'd have to stab yourself to death if your husband died. Otherwise, you'd they be a bad it. wife. They, they did it in Viking culture too. Uh, hey, listen, <laughs> get you a girl who'll stab herself if you die. <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, what, what? All right, the Buddhists. Um. Well, they're killing a lot of Muslims in fucking Myanmar, so they're not off the hook. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was a practicing Buddhist for a while. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's a freaking... Being a, going a, to a Hare a, Krishna and smoking weed with the monks is not it's Buddhism. Like, that's like the phase after high school goth kid. <laughs> no, this was in my... Buddhist. <laughs> he, he went from evangelical this was Calvinist youth ago. to goth punk kid. To 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 Hari Krishna smoking weed in the back of one of the Hari Krishna vans, yep, and now he's here as an ANCAP. <laughs> this was six years ago. That's crazy. Order, I wait, wait. I knew you four years ago. That's... <laughs> no. <laughs> That's wild. I didn't know that. That's kind of amazing, actually. <laughs> uh, God, uh, I, I mean, there are always sects of insane buddhist too you know <sighs> yeah so. everybody is insane oh, and but you know who the coolest people are i've ever that? met in my life Sikhs. Sikhs. oh yeah nothing bad oh, to say yeah. about Sikhs. nothing Freaking bad nope cool nope. as hell man cool as hell I... War- they're warrior culture they they're like totally pro-christianity or against they don't care they leave you alone they're fucking and they're awesome and their symbol is a scimitar that's awesome yeah. Fuck yeah. And they're and they're so friggin' nice. And That's they, the and they and they cook. Yeah. Uh, and they fucking kill it. 
as and far they- as this goes. Oh, and when and when <laughs> and when the Islamists get crazy, they are there to fucking they, go hey, at them. They they it's true. It's true. It's true. I think that's the one religious group that you know. I, I, my own religious group has a lot of problems in it. Um, you think? I <laughs> but like that's the one group. That doesn't have that I from the outside has zero problems that I know of. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> just they, they dress cool, they're warrior culture, and they're awesome people. I, I they that was like I think I think back to nine eleven. Jews should be. I th- <laughs> the, the Sikhs. The oh, true just Jews. totally brought that around. Oh, fucking amazing. I, I, I think back to nine eleven. Um, Three sixty. And and I remember just kind of walking down the street with my with my parents, just like taking it in and like the Sikhs were like given free rides in the cab. They were given free food out. They were like, they were the only ones who were like, all right, we're buckling down. Let's get some shit done. So shout hey out guys, to Sikhs. Hey guys, I'm Muslim. Hi. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not that, Muslim. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was the other thing is ever, they had to, that was when I think people knew in America started to know what Sikhs were. They, I yeah. think they always just were like, oh, those are like <laughs> Indian Muslims, sure right? <laughs> yeah, they, they had to. Yeah, that's right. They had to. Flawless marketing. Yeah. Yeah. It was really well done. It's true. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> my company has a, a bunch of their clientele and they're just friggin' this is just the coolest. What do they do? Do they control any world banks or anything like that? Like what? Is no, that? no, okay. they, um, uh, <laughs> I think a bunch are into like, um, like what do they call Ayurvedic, um, like healing. Uh, what do you mean? Holistic shops. Yeah, like holistic. That. Yeah, holistic kind of oh, stuff like God. that and everything. But also, also business. I mean, most of the ones that I know are, drive friggin' Mercedes and BMWs. Fuck and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, they're, they're they're doing very well. Speaking yeah. of driving Mercedes, is we'll let's pull out around around here. But Aaron, I have to ask you a very important question. Um, you know, I've now sent you two letters you haven't responded to. Um, <laughs> Just what actually sent a letter demanding demanding that you explain to me what in the hell is going on with your housing situation and why you're not homeless yet. Look, um, I am working on it as hard as I can. All right, I'm, I'm pissed, Aaron. Frankly, it's so I'm hard pissed. to get evicted in Massachusetts. You are not. They, listen, Car and I, you know, there's big plans for this podcast coming summer 2020, uh, and and we, we we you know we're looking into you, Aaron, and we're we're wondering. <laughs> You know, when the hell is he going to be homeless so we can finally make him the third co-host of this show? You need to start moving with this, Aaron. I, I mean, what the hell am I paying you for? That's, that's what sucks about living in such a left blue state is they it's really hate be- landlords. <laughs> and no matter what I do, like my landlord cannot evict me. <laughs> that's it. What a what a what an endorsement for government. <laughs> Uh, how's, how's hepatitis gone? <laughs> the, 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 yeah, how is your hepatitis? and C's across the board. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of landlords, I saw a Kevin, a freaking Kevin Carson tweet today that's just like, that's oh, my yeah, guy. I on that too. <laughs> Kevin's my boy. Dude, do you know that I retweeted Kevin Carson one time and someone DM'd me? Saying, what the hell are you doing retweeting this nonsense? And I and I, I responded like, what? <laughs> one Kevin Carson like you, tweet. Man? And it wasn't one of the Kevin Carson tweets that are like, you know, 
it would be cool if we killed all the billionaires. It was like a Kevin Carson tweet, like, you know, there's, there's here's some problems with with capitalism in the government today. It was like a normal fucking tweet and some ANCAP profile, of course, right? Just, you know, <laughs> of course. black and yellow, and I th- there might have been like a, a an anime girl at the front of it. Uh, <laughs> a furry. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the most special among us. And he comes in and he fucking goes, what are you doing retweeting this nonsense? I don't... People are just crazy, dude. Remember that? Unfollowed. Remember that? He, remember did! That he did! <laughs> he did! Remember that meme I shared with... um. The, the guy dressed up like he's going on a crusade and someone's holding him, holding him back. It says laws against murder. And the book that he's reaching for says furries. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Christ. All right. Thank you to the two of you for coming on. Um, Pete. Um, Can we hit up one topic real quick? Yeah. Well, well, we we sure. here. Does it have to do uh, with your fucking I wanted to pick your brain about situation. what's going on in New York. Oh, the, uh, sure. If Yeah, go ahead. Because there's I, so much swirling around, and I know that you're a pretty informed guy. Um, I know well, very. It, I, I only know what the sources say, uh, mm-hmm. as far as I understand it. And Pete, you can correct me um, where you think differently. Um, what is was alleged in the Instagram posts was that it was a red flag um uh, uh, I don't know what you call that. They were serving a red flag warrant or whatever, however that goes to take the guy's guns. Uh, the police reports that came out after the incident ended like seven hours later say there were no guns in the house. Uh, they also, it, there's some conflicting information in the reports because they say that the reason why they went in was because a police officer heard a gunshot. Uh, but then they said there were no guns in the house. Um, beyond that, it seems as if he was an Iraq veteran. Uh, I don't know if they're, oh no, an Afghan veteran. Um, and I don't, as far as I understand it, they're alleging that it was either a PTSD-related incident or a domestic uh, incident, and they were serving other charges. So they arraigned him. They're charging him for the charges that they originally had for him and not for the standoff. That's what I understand right now. Um, there's very little other information on it because the only two sources that we have, as in the only two people that were there, was the police report and him. And I, I haven't heard anything from, from him. Um, I saw some tweets that uh, some... Oath keepers showed up or militia showed Apparently, up? Apparently there was oath keepers that showed up in the cemetery nearby. Originally there was tweeting that there was a gunfight that went on because of it. There was not. That's untrue. It's oath keepers. They're not. They were also yeah. tweeting that... Um, uh, they would have been th- stuck in the fucking yeah. <laughs> there was also They were also tweeting that there were several arrests that were done in the cemetery. Uh, I that has not been confirmed either. Uh, maybe it was in the police report. But it was I, actually I just a that. BDSM session. Yeah, it was probably a completely unrelated thing. It, it's very puzzling. Uh, and, is it really un- unrelated? <laughs> yeah, maybe it is related. Um, just as far as what I think about it, um, I really don't know. There's not enough information out there. I really yeah. don't like how uh, everybody reacted to it um, very quickly because I think the way people reacted put a lot more stress on the situation than there needed to be. But then again, he himself was tweeting and Instagramming that things were happening to him. And so I don't blame people for being concerned for him. The question Mm -hmm. that I want to know is whether or not he had a PTSD incident. Um, And that really changes a lot because the police allege that he did. Um, I don't know whether or not he did or or whether or not I believe the police reports. Um, But that's all I know. From everything I've heard was... um, there's a video that he released that I retweeted today that was originally taken down, but it was put up on YouTube where he 
it was still light out, so it was early in the day. This began very was, early at like 2 p.m., and we only found yeah. out much later. Yeah. Right. And so he was saying that they were there because of 30 round magazines. The yes. you know, New York New York has a safe act that you're only supposed to have seven round magazines. Right. That's what he was saying. Um, as the day went on, red flag laws were thrown out there. The magazine was thrown out there. Um, I'm going to go with what he said. Sure. And fuck whatever the police said afterwards. Yeah. Because they lie. I mean, I do. I anyone who trusts the police at this point is just insane. Do I they mean, let I, you I, know that when you they're red flagging you, do they let you know that that is the case? Well, apparently the case in um, Maryland, which is probably the most famous case, was the guy answered the door and he had a gun in his hand. When he saw it was cops, he put the gun down on a you know, like a table that he had near the door. Mm -hmm. And apparently the cops informed him we're here um, to take your guns. And he picked the allegedly mm -hmm. he picked the gun up. And at that point, that's where they shot him. Now, see, so now my only problem with the with the idea that I, to just fully believe him is they didn't charge him for the standoff and they didn't find any guns on the premises and they could the, what the police say that they heard a gunshot must be impossible as they didn't find any guns so right well he, he had his his from what i understand his guns have already been taken away do you think it was a shock test to see how people would react. And no, I, I don't because it's not popular. It, it's not a na nationwide story, even slightly. Well, it's yeah, and um, in I don't think they would do that in New York. I think they would do that in the South if it was a shock test. Um, from it's I weird, right? My, because the absence of the the absence of guns makes me wonder why. And, and you know what? I'm not even saying that he's lying. Oh. I, I fully believe he thought he was being served a red a red flag. I, I really do believe that. I, I want to know where the discrepancy comes from. And unfortunately, because he's not being charged uh, for the standoff, I mean, that is a good thing, not a bad thing. But we will not, there will not be an investigation into what the standoff really was about then. Well, um, the here, here's what I remember. Um, what I, I was going to say is that he... I think the reason why this may have turned into nothing, why the police were like, from what I understand, they've let him go. And right. he's, he's back home. Right. They only arraigned him to, to go to court to hear his charges. Right. So I, what I think is there was so much attention on this that they just decided to back off. That, I mean, that's, yeah, that's one way of, I was doing pretty it. encouraged by Boogaloo Twitter. Yeah, we, like, I, mean, I, I really I, was, I hate was, to say this that I really think Boogaloo Twitter could have made something very bad happen. Um, and maybe that's just my own cynicism on it. But like I, I was there were a lot of people who messaged me because I guess I'm the I'm the New York guy. Just so everybody knows, it's very far away from where I am. Yeah, it, well, um, it's Westchester County, right? Yeah, which for me is very far. Yeah, now, you could get yeah, there. I mean, in well, an especially hour. with fucking traffic. That's what I'm if saying. If there was no traffic, you'd get he, there pretty quick. This is what I think a lot of people don't understand about the metropolis, right? Is the, getting around in the metropolis is very easy. Getting directly outside of it is a long, long process, and it's completely different cultural boundaries from inside and out. So, like. I appreciate everybody wanting to know what I knew. I only knew as much as everybody else did. Um, and I really, I think that the, 
I like that there were people who went out to go and help him, and it was good, and it and it. I believe that that de-escalated the situation. However, I don't think the internet helped. I, I think the internet getting people to know to go out there was good. There was so much speculation that yeah. it it just you can't be doing that. Like I, I, people. The other thing I heard people. was that they used jammers for his Wi-Fi and cell Which phone. Which is like like maybe. Is that relevant to the situation? Do they would they not do that every time? It's like, you know yeah, what I mean? that's that's some questions I had. Like, is that protocol? Is I mean, I mean, is that well? Here's the question: Is that the first time they've ever done that to somebody? No. It this it it's it's a that's it's a lot of like, this may be the first time we've actually seen an incident like this, and there's so yeah. much around it, like the fact that he was a veteran. And like the fact that the police said he heard gunshots and then there were no guns in the house. Like the fact that he already had prior charges. I don't I don't know the truth or faulty of any of those actual charges besides the standoff, which they didn't charge him for. But he had them. Uh, Mance, you say that he his guns were already taken away. There's just... Yeah. I, I have no idea. I, I really don't know. And um, Well, can I bring this up? Mm-hmm. Did, did anybody see Liberty Hangout's tweet oh my which was which was disgusting i mean it's it's and and i i like i i tweeted the other day we really need to be ignoring them i saw howie tweeting under a tweet of yours howie (laughs) yeah howie's retweeting that too but it's like i mean libertarians are terrible human beings that tried to get innocent people killed last night and i think that's ridiculous i mean they spread lies that a a red flag law took place in new york and threatened to kill the cops what actually happened? Cops came to arrest a drunk man for burglary, trespassing, and domestic abuse. And that's completely fucking false. That's what the cops say. But that's not what... Right. I mean, there has the been, cop, but there has been no trial. There's what been the cop no cop, says goes. Right. There's I mean, been, remember, he's he is, is stating as a fact charges. Well, and think about this. That stupid... Ramen, ramen girl? Mm-hmm. She was recently attacked by Antifa in front of the cops, and the cops did nothing. Huh, well, that's fucking ridiculous. And she's st- and they're still filleting law enforcement. I, I I don't even think they're filleting law enforcement. I think they're just doing whatever they can to fucking annoy libertarians because they're going to make a shift soon. I, I I mean, that's all I can imagine. Uh, it's a disgusting tweet. Well, the religious tweets, the religious tweets yeah, they've been what? doing lately are yeah. just out or outrage. I mean, and and my, my someone asked me what I thought, and I'm like. It's just a whole new fucking group of people to grift. Grift, yeah, it's a grift. Yeah. I mean, it's a grift. Tradcaths. Yeah, and who are extremely griftable already. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're just searching for something. I, I, uh, it's ridiculous to say that libertarians did this. It was such a small group of fucking ancaps who did it. It first of all, and second of all, everybody was going off of his posts. His post said there was an APC outside of the house, which there was. There was pictures of it. That they were pointing guns at him, which they would do. They do that every time. And 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 he what the what I do believe the fact they didn't find any guns. Because they would have otherwise produced the guns, right? They would have been like shown it. Look at all these guns. I really believe they didn't have guns. Now what else does that mean? That means he knew there were no guns. So he's in his house, a guy with uh, uh, who's prone to PTSD attacks uh, anyway, uh, because if you have PTSD, I'm sure you deal with that every day of your life, is being surrounded by police officers and an APC 
for guns that he doesn't have, but they think he does. That this is what he believes. As far as what I go off of what the Instagram posts or the Snapchat posts were saying, like mm-hmm. we all just and this is, I didn't respond, and I didn't respond to anybody who linked me to any GoFundMes or anything like that. I'm waiting. I really want to see. But, like, I, how are we disgusting people because we went off of what this guy said? I mean, he apparently was a stand-up guy who many people in our circles knew prior to this incident. Why, why are we disgusting? Because something happened where, naturally, we should have this reaction. It's like... The Bundy Ranch thing was what everybody was thinking about while this was happening, obviously, because people started coming in and there was going to be a standoff. And the Bundy Ranch is like a big victory for 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 us. I mean, it, it was a take a stand here, come together, even though we don't really know one another and defend this right that we have. I, I don't know. It's I don't understand why anyone is being called disgusting for it. Can we let's just figure out what the fuck happened. And yeah, the idea that Liberty Hangouts is Turning into fact a criminal charge is uh, uh, just a uh, nonsense. It's nonsense. There's nothing factual you know, there about were, it. There were people in early 2017 that had produced documents showing the Liberty Hangout was, you know, a hangout yeah. for the government. The limited hangout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, th- this isn't shocking. And I had tweeted, I said, look, they just, I, I guess their handlers just told them. Go ahead, I do don't what know. You want. Is that true that somebody yeah. had documents out for that? Because they're such a small yeah. website. I don't know why anybody would take oh, an interest n- in it. Oh, no. Back then? Or were they I mean, big? I, I think it's just because we don't follow them, but they were they had heavy, heavy really? traffic. I remember back in the day, Liberty Hangout and Anarchy Ball were like, not uh, not affiliated, but like friendly with each other. Oh, yeah. my God. That was before like way this. back. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I remember the, the, the good old days. Yeah. And there were there were crazy things that happened like in ever since Trump got elected, like the Anarchy Ball um, page got hacked on on um, oh yeah Facebook, Facebook and yeah. they were putting up stuff that was if not child porn pretty close and mm-hmm. and they were just trying to discredit everyone you yeah, know so sure. I mean it's. And that's the that's the new thing. Is like you know the CIA used to just kill you. Now <laughs> right. they're now, now they'll just now put they child. They'll, now they'll put child porn. They'll on your kill computer. you. They'll make you kill yourself. Yeah, oh. and that all came from Vault Seven. Everybody forgets about Vault yep. Seven, but like that was that was a bigger leak than Snowden yep. than Manning. Vault Seven showed that they can they can spoof your IP address and make make your computer look like it went went to any website in the world, downloaded anything. Like they can, they can, like turn your computer into a fucking zombie, and do whatever they want to it. Wild, yeah, crazy, yeah. Jesus. Well, there's your topic, Aaron. Are you happy <laughs> for the next conspiracy court? Yeah. Hey, if All anybody, right. if two anybody beer, can get two in beers contact, and some scotch later. I got to take a leak. So, uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Everybody, <laughs> uh, everybody who can keep this story going because I really want to know the truth behind it. Um, I'm I'm gonna try, man. I, it's very important. I, I, when I woke up this morning, I reached out to Whiskey and Rebellion, and I'm like, "Can you get him on? You know, I yeah. wanted to talk to him today. I wanted to interview him today, but he never got back to me and everything. So, sure, um, yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm I'm on top of this. I want to yeah. try and well, good. Get something somebody going. somebody has to get his side because now we have the police's side, uh, and unfortunately, there's no trial that's going to happen for this in the sense that there there's not going to be 
you know, what you would imagine is, a, is an unbiased investigation into it. There's just not. So all we can go off of is the individual perspectives. Um, yeah. And I want to believe him fully. I believe a lot of what he thinks already. I believe a lot of what happened already. But I want to believe him fully. Um, it just seems weird to me that you would fake something like this. Yeah. Um, it, it just I, seems very strange. A positive is, thing that came out of it is the instantaneous support from, you know, anarchy circles. So in, the, in New York, in New York as well. That was encouraging. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it, and it, another thing it goes to show is just how friggin' superficial people can be. I became much more interested when I went to Instagram and found out that he followed me. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so it, it, it just, I, I was like, oh, that I, I don't even know. And then I realized apparently he's the meme maker behind um, Make Make America Defiant Again. Oh, interesting. Huh. If you've, if you've ever seen that, um, uh, that watermark mm-hmm. and everything, I tweet, I, I tweet him every once in a while. Hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm. I really, I really want to talk to him and and get down to it. Even if we don't record it, I'd like right. to talk to him and get down to what's going on. Right. Well, everybody, I don't know if because New York is fucked. We that. all know. We all know. <clears throat> Especially for sure. from, from me and you and I, Bird. No, New York is it's fucked. Fu- yeah, so. it is. It definitely it's fucked. It for sure is. Massachusetts isn't much better. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I can't. <laughs> no. It's well. Well, there's your news. Uh, um, I hope everybody has enjoyed the bonus episodes that's uh, we've been trying to push out. Um, we're very thankful to give them to you, or whatever I'm supposed to say in that in that instance. Uh, we got a couple more coming out. We got Brian Nichols. Uh, we're doing one with Brian Nichols about the impeachment stuff, uh, and then we may have one more uh, coming out after that. We've been working another one out, and then we'll have our Thanksgiving episode. So we've been cranking them out this week. Um. That's all I got. Pete, what do you got? Free Man Beyond the Wall podcast and uh, check out Libertarian Institute. We're doing an end of the year fundraiser. Um, just go to libertarianinstitute.org forward slash donate. And all of that is tax deductible. So, <laughs> that was great. I like check that. that That's out. a good addition. All right, Aaron, um, you got plugs and then like tell us tell us maybe which underpass you've been looking into renting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, thanks for having me on. Uh, you can find me at GFY. Are you, are you on Twitter still or did they kill you on Twitter? Uh, I got put in, I thought I got put in timeout. Like I got the screen for 12 hours, but Uh I can still do everything. Oh, they're monitoring. Maybe it's coming. Mm -hmm. I I have been calling a lot of people faggots lately, so (laughs) it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Uh, I was just talking to Pete before you hopped on this and I was like, so Aaron's, Account is apparently suspended, and Pete goes, "Yeah, he was he was dropping the f bomb a bunch." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for having me on, Pete. It's amazing to talk to you. You're you're one of my heroes in the anarchy verse. Oh, stop, man! Bird, you're I, you're there, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I, I, when, yeah, yeah. I, I look you're, forward. You're I look forward to when you're on. <laughs> I mean, it's I just say. <laughs> one of my favorite fag casts of all time. Is um, what was the what way? The moose mindset. Yeah, the moose, the moose <laughs> mindset. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you know Aaron? Do you know that on uh, my phone, your contact uh, profile is like a moose. It's just a big, <laughs> it's just a big moose. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's kick it off. Thank It'll you, gentlemen. Stop this love fest. Yeah, let's. I know we're all just so we're, we're such powerful influencers in this community. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's pull out. 
Let's keep two hands on the wheel. Oh god, I messed it up. Uh, he does it so much better than me. <coughs> Can't wait to have him back. Let's keep two hands on the wheel. Squaw! 